1: of the world, Steve
0: Fingerstiles! So, welcome to another rendition of The Podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca, use promo code podcast 20 to receive 20% off, they got all kinds of stuff from wrestling figures that are signed. Old school, new school, whatever you want. Any of the major sporting leagues, they have stuff there. Obviously, old school comic books, new school comic books. Anything a nerd's heart desires, they have it. They are first row collectibles at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit postfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Shovel Knight, Postal, and the upcoming Parappa, Rapper. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want. It is literally there. But the easiest thing, the most important thing, the freest thing to support the show each and every week is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week, I'm joined live in studio by the author of Boss Fight Book's upcoming release that I just mentioned, Parappa the Rapper. You may have also seen his work on HuffPost Canada, Vice, Kotaku, and Polygon to name just a few. Award-winning writer and editor Mike Scholars. Hey,
2: how you doing? How are you, my friend, today? I am very well. It is a it is a pleasure to be here in person. I know, right? Yeah, this is it's it's real. Nature is healing. Okay.
0: How the world works. So we're pretty much born-raised greater GTA area.
2: I was born twenty minutes from here. Okay, so, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> it's aggressively local right now.
0: But the way we hooked up was from a man that lives out in California yeah. that runs Boss Fight Books, who obviously sponsors the podcast. Yeah. Right? What a small world. Yeah. <laughs> Circle of life, you know. Would you have imagined when you were writing a book for Boss Fight that you would be in live studio
2: in a Toronto podcast? <laughs> no. I feel like we would have just run into each other on King Street and that's how this would have happened. I know, right? Yeah. That's the, the world we live in. My goodness. Yeah.
0: Okay. Before we get into and the Rapper mm-hmm. or anything, because I really want to touch on the whole book. Fantastic, my friend. Thank you. Top five Boss Fight books so far that I've read.
2: Lofty, and I've lofty, pretty lofty. much read them all, so. My God. I Congrats. Tell your friends, put, <laughs> put on Goodreads, make this happen. <laughs> what made you want to write about Parappa? Like of
0: all things, like this, like, and I have to admit, yeah. the only time I played Parappa, yeah. and you mentioned in the book, yeah. was the demo that came in the magazine that had that first level, and I said, this is a fucking piece of shit, I'm never touching this ever again. Hurtful.
2: Well, I like those school <laughs> hip-hop, gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Comparing that...
2: <laughs> come on. It was like 97 as well. It was like the height of that energy. Like, oh, this cartoon dog. That's Thank what, you. That's what the culture's about. Yeah. Um. What made me want to do it? Um. It was... So, when I first pitched this, it was the spring of 2020. So, like everyone uh-huh. else, I was in a very good place mentally. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Best I, time of our life. Yeah, I was absolutely not completely falling apart. And... <laughs> I mean, I like you. I've been a fan of Boss Fight books for a while. Um, okay. My my history through journalism. I I'm a writer not because mostly because of uh, it was the only option left. It, oh. it, it was kind of just I'm not good at anything else, so let's stick with Usually this. Usually,
0: people go into stripping when it's the
2: last. I time. mean, <laughs> you know what? And then, the, but the clubs are closed during the pandemic, so I mean, gotcha. You can't Makes see sense. the magic my body thing I've got <laughs> going on here, but um. <laughs> Lo- I've loved stories my whole life. I've uh, always wanted to tell them. I've always wanted to connect. That okay. was what brought me to journalism. That's what brought me to writing about games as well. Never thought I'd be able to combine. Like, oh, people get paid to write right? and have thoughts about games. That's what games. everyone says who yeah. writes about video games. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it, w- it, w- it was a trip. I'm sure it's a trip every time, like, when you're across the table from, like, someone that you're like, I was a fan of you, and now you are here. And when I see my name in Polygon, when I see my name in Kotaku, it's like, wow, that's that's wild. I guess right. I... Have something going on here. So, why I pitched the Parappa book and why I wanted to write it? It's yeah. I'm an elderish millennial. What I'm, I turned 36 this year. Where does that put us? Well, I don't know where that puts me on the great. Millennial See, I'm scale. literally on the cusp too
0: because I'm in my mid 40s. Yeah. so that's pretty much the end. Young of Gen, Gen X, X and yeah. begin, so. I could go both so that's yeah. why I really get along with the younger generation yeah. and I get along with Gen X yeah. but boomers get the fuck out of here I'm sorry
2: <laughs> no, I mean, but that's the conversation we're, No, another. we're saying that for real
0: yeah. like right now but uh, no I get it. yeah I would say you're you're like the first millennial
2: like yeah. you know what I mean um, yeah my is the first millennial <laughs> and MCU so I, I, I face this thing where like actually MCU is a good example the things that you love from your childhood right. when they get when they get blown up they there's like this validation like all the love I had for Spider-Man, it's a trillion dollar franchise. Yeah, so I guess it was okay. And I feel personally like some of my millennial stuff, my Mm -hmm. millennial stuff, is um, I don't see the same nostalgia for, I don't know, like newgrounds.com flash animations or Homestar Runner. And what I was kind of feeling with Parappa was this was so important to me for a variety of reasons. But was it important to anyone else? Do people know why I think it is actually historically important, but more if there's someone who saw themselves in this or something like this, uh, would me writing about it help validate that help make them feel seen? Or I I knew that if I was going to write this, it couldn't just be um, a historical piece. I'm not that good of a hard journalist. Many other people in boss fight books are. They just, they've written some amazing history stuff. They go
0: deep into the games. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I go relatively deep. You do, and I want to
0: touch on that. You do, because there's a lot of shit that even I learned that I had no idea. Like, I I can't think of it now, but I'm sure we'll we'll touch on it. But the one thing that I loved about the book, as soon as I touched it, and I being from Toronto, was how comfortable it was. Like, right off the bat, like, all all your home locations, all the hangout spots. I knew all those places. And I could picture them <laughs> in my head. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for someone from this area, because, yeah. and we're going to touch on re- representation a lot throughout this episode. Because yeah. I think it's very important. But Toronto's never represented in media, in video games as a bad... It's always New York. Yep. It's always LA. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The typical ones. So... To see, like, that's why I love Scott Pilgrim. I think, I feel like what you're
2: saying is my book is as good as as Scott Pilgrim, if not better. I think we're saying that officially. I agree. agree. But no, 100%, especially, I was literally about to say Scott Pilgrim. That's how how bare on the ground it is, y'all. Like, just talking about this region at all. But yeah, like you said, it couldn't have just been, I I didn't want to just do, here's the history of this game. It is part that, part my history with the game and things like it. Um, I don't think I go full memoir, but I'm definitely in there. <laughs> and um, part, what Parappa set up. You don't have Dance Dance Revolution. You don't have Guitar Hero. You don't have Rock Band. You don't have... It's its straight up a domino chain. You don't have um, Fortnite and their like playable concert Ariana Grande stuff without this. Um, and I don't know if people know that. So that was why I wrote the book. I wanted it to feel like I... It was kind of like this. Like, if I sit you down in the basement and talk to you for 10 hours, um, if that sounds like a good time, uh, buy the book. And it was an amazing... The last thing I did was... I, I I had a hard time knowing if, like, would anyone want this? Would there be any buy-in? It's always like that, though. I know, Everyone I know. Everyone has that fear. Oh, the, the imposter syndrome. So what I did was I contacted one of the two main creators of the game. Oh! Rodney Greenblatt. Okay, yes. She um, was brought up throughout the book. And I told him, like... I want to do this. Would I have your sign off? Like, would that be okay? And oh. he responded really fast, essentially saying, your pitch that you have here right. sounds so personal and so valid, and I would oh. be honored if you would do this. That's awesome. Blew me away. He's, right? He To this day, he's is, he is, like sending me thoughts after reading the book oh, now. Wow. He is, he's just That's the awesome. kindest man. Rodney, if you hear this, thank you so much. And all of that was what I pitched to uh, Boss Pet Books, and they were down. And... I, being stupid, thought it I, I was like, yo, I'll get this done in six months. I'll see you in November. Oh no. Three years later. <laughs> straight straight up three years later. Um things happened, life happened. Um they were so they were so patient, and I'm glad it took that long. It is a different, better book because more life happened to me.
0: Oh.
2: And um I'm really proud of the story I told there, but I hope yes. most importantly, it just it feels real to everyone. I hope. It does. There's connections there. I hope people can feel and recognize what makes art live on in them and why it's meaningful.
0: And don't worry, rest of Canada and, and Americans. There's also <laughs> yeah, well, stuff we, that's... I mentioned
2: at least like three
0: other cities. <laughs> well, not only that. like You could relate to the nostalgia just oh. by the fact of just the blockbuster thing too. Yeah. Like You know what I mean? You bring up blockbuster throughout this book and like I don't know. like Those blockbusters and those mom and pops shops... Uh, when we were childhoods, going in, renting those games. Like I had a shitty childhood and if it wasn't for like pro wrestling and video games. Oh God, yes. Again, I don't think we'd be talking here. I'd either be in jail or I would have been dead by now. For sure.
2: I I think I say a version of that in the book. (laughs) See? Yeah, and it's hard because I don't want to be the, I, I feel like sometimes there's like the idea of like, it's only okay to say you like whatever type of, you know, nerd media or outsider media or, or like, you know, family-friendly or, like, children's media because, like, oh, but here's, like, the, the, the deep, tragic reason that it saved me. I think it's valid no matter what. But it's also worth pointing out that, like, there are things here that really helped us be us. Of course.
0: Yeah. And, again, the nostalgia f- – okay. But I got to know this. you bring- <laughs> Not to ruin the book too much. I, I want to save a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> I laughed out loud, and thinking back, I'm such an idiot that I've never done this, when you and your brother played Mario Kart Live yeah. at, oh my god, inside grocery... Oh. Yeah. Serious? So we- what character were
2: you in your head when you were playing? I was chaos. I mean, I... I... Okay, so this was like... This, this would have been this... It, we were two little kids with all of the adhd and access to shopping carts i feel like it was the only logical conclusion before they would lock up where you yeah, had to put a yeah, I think we are the reason they did that stuff. i think we were the reason yeah, they yeah. had to put some of those i would yeah yeah they, they blame it on the homeless but no it was us no no it was us it was us no <laughs> to t- typical move Um, it was us yeah um there's a lot of i try to be very honest about how much of a complete uh, nightmare I must have been to raise, but um, I hope that's <laughs> universal. I hope being able to love but laugh at yourself as a kid and all the chaos you cause is something everyone feels. No, and again to think of that
0: stuff and to do it now—it you could go to the theme park and yep. do it live, like—and yep. you were just so ahead of your time. My I, I know. Like, think about that. And I'm waiting on the royalties, but <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to Blockbuster quickly. Yeah. Though. Because there's just something about them when, like, you walk in, that feel, that smell, running to the game or video that you want. Yeah. But then you see it's not there. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you were this person, would you wait sometimes
2: by the bin just to see if someone would drop off? I mean, I I end up working at Blockbuster. Shut up! I mean, that's, that's my first job. Was that blockbuster? Did you bring this up in the book? I think so, but I, I don't, don't remember. remember. So I like I've I've read this dozens of times. So okay. I'm like like once it's done, I'm like I'm never reading this. <laughs> so so this is gonna be a, a remembering experience for both of us. Okay. Um. Yeah. I didn't like. I'm very consistent. I'm like yeah. My my childhood was defined by blockbuster video, and as soon as I could work, I worked at that same blockbuster video. Like I was loyal. Um. And I, I, the reason blockbuster comes in outside of just the extremely, extremely relatable millennial yeah. references, it's like, it was a different way to discover shit. It was. I'm Pretty not much, trying, Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to uh, kids these days. This whole situation, but it's more. I don't think you find a. I don't know if you give time to a game like Parappa, mm-hmm. if it's not accessible and affordable, and you don't have every other game ever made. Equally viable sure. through uh, Games Pass or Steam or whatever. Like you had to take chances on media because you just had those in front of you, and I think that meant you invested a bit more, or at the very least. I, well, I, not really. Well, yeah. monetarily you're investing less, yeah, because you're just renting it. So yeah, you're dropping. In our
0: case, at the time was dollars like yeah. three ninety nine when I started renting. Yeah, it. yeah no, like you know up. what I mean. Yeah. So versus buying it, and back then games were more like yeah. so I remember when Super Mario three dropped. It was like one hundred and fifteen dollars. Yeah,
2: so, I mean inflation. In <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild, and I, I mean, there's a bunch of things, and like, that's why games are so hard, you have to get your, your money's worth, but I, I feel right. like, for me, it was like, we had it for that weekend, so we're gonna get all the game we can get out of that game. It's true. Even if it's a... Day and night. Yeah, even a it's All nighters. Yeah, like, I, I think the first Super NES game we went was like some Tom and Jerry thing, oh, and shit. like, yeah, I mean, I, you, you, I know there's versions of this, but I think everything kind of had to exist in that way. For a game like Parappa to maybe be given the time of day. Sure. Because, as I said at the top, this is a weird-ass game. It is a hour-long, playable cartoon musical starring a up. rapping dog. Think doll. about that. Fully yeah. priced back then. Yes! It cost as much as Final Fantasy VII. We checked. See? How crazy is that? And, could I mean, I, I know you... There are so many reasons that could not happen right now. Like, people complain about... 30 hour games But it goes both ways Yeah If they're too short or too long Back then Yeah I don't know if
0: you were to same. I don't give a fuck How long a game was As was long as it was fun Yes Because there was re- replayability yeah. f- And I don't know Like today's generation now uh, Maybe it's the advent of trophies Or accomplishments and stuff yeah. But when we played We played Yeah we wanted to clear the game But if we didn't We wouldn't be upset Like we'd play it Because it was yeah. fun Now you play a game You clear it It sits on the shelf
2: yeah. For like years and years Even yeah.
0: I And mean, you might not even return to it
2: Yeah I agree, and I do think, I mean, I think at the core of it, I don't, maybe I don't value my time. Um, I think that might be the core of it, but when people are like, you know, I can't believe this uh, God of War Ragnarok was only 30 hours or something, and this was a full-price hour-long game, and that's being generous. Um, (laughs) That's It's just a different set of expectations, PlayStation games are different, everything was different, and so much of that comes into how this game could exist to them, how it could influence everything after, and how it could not exist now i know right yeah
0: it's so funny how yeah. like that circle works yeah if it wasn't for this game nothing would be here but if it came out today it wouldn't even exist in today's moment. yeah that, stuff like that blows my mind
2: yeah and what's being lost without those kind of that something like that to influence what comes after right like what where where's the next parapa coming from? see stuff like this is what keeps me
0: up at night honestly yeah. like the what if projects where yeah. people are either ahead of their time yes or behind the time like yeah Meanwhile, we have this running joke where my wife says, you should have been born in the 50s. Like, that's your mentality. <laughs> not because I'm old school, <laughs> but because, like, I think ahead of the... Like, yeah. I would be inventing shit left, right, and center. Nowadays, yeah. it's so hard yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Like, you got to have... It's not only skill. Now, I'd say 20% skill, 80% luck, honestly. Yeah. Because everything is so saturated. It's crowded. You know I mean? it Thank is you. It's crowded. So, up. it's hard. Even if you're the best, you could still stand out. But, again... It's just the luck of being seen by the... Whatever, whatever. That's another podcast. No, 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 no. It's very real. The the
2: struggle of the creative, the struggle of art, and like a saturated market. And I think what you're saying is true. They were like... I I mean, I'm going to make up a number, but I don't know if there were like more than 100 PlayStation games by the time Parappa dropped. That's almost certainly not true, but... Especially back then. In terms of music games or things that like that, or any games that had the word rap in the title. Or even hip-hop in the soundtrack. Yes,
0: my God. You Uh, brought that up, and that blew my mind. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? It's true. He is right. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Because 16-bit and 8-bit era, or don't even get me started on Atari, the music there, you couldn't. No. But it's like nothing was hip. what distinguished hip-hop, at least. No. Like, now hip-hop's such a big gamut. Like, if you go back, you could probably pull something. But but the meant wasn't to
2: be hip-hop. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, it's, like, only where, like, you would expect it to be. Um, Weirdly enough, actually, I I didn't mention this in the book. I just thought about it right now. Tojam & Earl was actually weirdly very, actually hip-hop. Actually, you're weird. So, you know, shout-out to to ToeJam & Earl. But there was, like, we were, I was looking, and I'm like, what? What game had the word rap in it before Parappa came out? There was like Rap Jam Volume 1, the uh, basketball arcade game where you control rappers. Really? i never heard of this game. There's reasons for it. There's reasons. No, no, I'm not saying like... In my next game, my my book will be about Rap Jam. Like, no, (sighs) it's it's bad. Everyone, uh, I'd say when I say I'm doing a Parappa book, Um, people either say a what book or they're like, dope, Rappa, when are you going to do a Def Jam Vendetta book? Um, That is like, and it's like, isn't it kind of weird that you can talk about the entirety of a medium and there's like two games that people will mention that are hip hop adjacent that aren't straight up just sports titles? Right. Because I was
0: going to say, yeah, now obviously the... NBA 2K's of the world Obviously yeah. that's a Madden. same thing like, yeah. like even hockey now Has hip hop in it Yeah
2: like, I was just playing MLB The Show Oh well, yeah The Show's yeah. heavily Hip hop yeah. influenced too now I right? didn't know
0: that I didn't know Right that. Yeah It's funny And it's so true Because now thinking back what games came out that were either hip hop influenced yeah. or had a hip hop? Like another one was a uh, Midnight Club. I think it was part three. Yes, that soundtrack one of the oh, best. Ne-
2: need for Speed Underground is well. another one. No, the another EA big, big era, that whole thing, like mm, that's true. Like the Soundtrack Ballers was, was another great Ballers game. was good. Uh, street Ooh. NBA Street, street? Uh, street? Yeah, all yeah. the streets, yeah. FIFA, yeah. NFL, the same shit, right? Yeah. But like what we're saying here, it's like it's kind of of the thing. Like, but that's crazy. There's never been a problem with rap being in sports games, but it's like, where's the brutal legend of hip hop? You know, where, where is something where like, mm. how can something this popular and this um, inescapable now kind of just be like, we're not sure if there's a game behind that? And the fact that Parappa was doing this in its very own way, right, in ninety seven, ninety six, this game was in development for like three years, um, is notable. And that's to answer your first question. <laughs> That's why I wanted to write a book about it Oh my god
0: But again Going back to the length of this It's still Like you even said it Your last playthrough Took 45 minutes Yeah It took two years Yeah This game was in development Yeah To make Like yeah. you know what I mean And even You bring up on how crazy it was Like They were using fax machines Back they in did. Like what the Fly. No wonder they took 2 years. Yeah,
2: like I I don't like I I have forever respect for all the people on oh. this. And it's not even like they didn't know what they were doing in a bad way. It's more like so- Sony is entering the space. They're like we make uh tape players and I guess we're going to make a video game system now. Right? We're going up against Sega and Nintendo. Uh, here have some money do whatever you want. Everything is valid. Um, I talked to a game That's journalist uh, James Mielke, um okay. who, who I really uh, he, he was one of the journals I, I read in the gaming magazines growing up it was really cool to get to talk to him for this book oh nice. and um he was he was verifying that he's like yeah it was kind of a wild west time um any project was good and even they just wanted
0: inventory or yeah I guess uh, they IPs. didn't know what was a bad idea
2: they didn't yeah. know what was a bad idea like I, I maybe people will like this uh, Wrapping Simon Says game, let's, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Let's give you the resources. Um, but even by the end of the PlayStation 1, so by the time uh, Um Jammer Lamy shows up, by the time Parappa 2 uh, launches on the Which PS2. Which I did know existed. It's kind, of, it's kind of the better game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, gameplay-wise and even soundtrack-wise, I prefer it. But okay. I, I got I to gotta choose my battles. Sure. Um, even by then, though, you, uh, I learned stuff. Uh, I was told that there was already the suits were getting involved. There was more of an idea of what a oh. game had to be there was, they were getting censorship notes, they were getting edit notes, so it but was they were making money. So now yeah, they're paying attention, exactly. Right? Like, first time's like, Do your art, second, time's sure. like, you sold a million copies, we have notes. Um, ain't yeah. that just the way, right? Right? So, it's it also in so many ways, it represents this very brief window of time sure. where even by the time its own spin off sequel happened, they didn't have that much freedom. Mm. I just wanted to try to capture that and look at that and not end up being too much of a doomer. When I, because in the back half, there—I mean, the last third—I think there's like, here's everything it influenced, and here's why it kind of all was killed. There are there are absolutely sons and daughters and grandsons sure. and granddaughters of Parappa and its style, but uh, it, it it inspired a movement that in it in and of itself kind of flared out.
0: See, and it's crazy because I feel sorry for the next generation because they're not going to have these stories because everything's a machine now. It's a corporation. Mm-hmm. Like everything, like especially like the likes of Ubisoft, Activision, Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's a machine. It just puts out shit. Yeah. So you don't have these like stories of people grinding, of people yeah. using fax machines, trying like the punk rock way yeah. of trying to figure out what to yeah. do because it was the earth. Ur- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love when... A new form or a new medium Or form of entertainment Whatever it is Yeah Is in its sort of Early stages Like yes. the first five years Yeah Because that's just like You see what people are doing But it's then a, It's an incubator But it, it's so fucked yeah. up The human nature Because yeah. as soon as it hits that Like either mainstream Or starts getting a little bit popular Everyone starts shitting on it Yeah And it's like what the fuck It was worse five years ago
2: Yeah and you didn't shit on it. So why are you shitting on it now? Like, yeah. is it a form of jealousy
0: because you see it succeeding?
2: It's like, so you know hard I mean? to... See. And it's like, are, are you it's shitting that. on it or is it also like the machine that has come come forth to, to support it? Right. I agree that... Uh, I, I do think that in many ways the era of like that happening at the main studios is like, you know, Nintendo is Disney. They're not letting yeah. something... Even Splatoon, which is like their version of like the scrappy punk rock thing. Right. like it, it has the sheen and support of a billion dollar yeah. company. I do think though that... This generation does have it, like every like it's just it's indie stuff. Um, what you kind of described Undertale like that. So yeah, this this generation has. Uh, I think I, I feel like that trying to find a way for your art to come out is always going to exist. I think right now it's just a lot of indies. I saw it with I, Undertale. Um yeah. Even near the end, I bring up like there are still rhythm games. Sign uh, our wild hearts is a good one. I actually just played this dope uh, game uh, this week called Melatonin. I I think. The 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 target's always shifting, but there is always a space for this, and that does give me hope. And I think that saved my book from being a big uh, millennial depression fest. So thank right. you, world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the other thing I didn't know is that there's actually been remasters of this game, yes. and
2: re-releases, yeah. But you say it, you should play the original. The re-releases are not good. They are good, but on a technical level, it, it's almost it's almost not even the game's fault. It is that. Rhythm reaction games uh, work with technology and flat screen TVs differently. Thank you. And you bring this yeah. up because I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh, uh, okay, I, I had a little bit of an idea. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not smart enough for this. So I, um, I've, uh, I was uh, connected with um, Matt Bach. They are amazing. They have worked um, with harmon- harmonics. Like oh, if, nice. if you are um, at any way a fan of the rhythm music genre, uh, Matt, they have uh, absolutely worked on something that you have okay. loved. So they, much smarter than me, uh, explained all the tech for this, and I did my best to um, explain it. But yeah, it's it's kind of down to the, the basics of Parappa was built for tube TVs, and that reaction will always be more immediate than anything we can replicate uh, via more modern stuff, and especially flat screens. Right. So at a certain point, you can't make it perfect. The timing won't be perfect, and as, oh. you know, it's like... Is the frustration of trying to match the rhythm, trying to snap in time, and always knowing it's a second off? Like, I, I get why you wouldn't want to play that. Oh yeah, I'd throw it because again, to me,
0: that would. Bro, I hate games yeah. that cheat to make it
2: harder. Yeah, and to me, that's a form of
0: cheating. If yeah, if the controls are broken and I can't do what you're telling me to yeah. do, like I'm not going to figure out what the timing should be because yeah. then that like negates the whole part of playing. The
2: Absolutely, <laughs> you're supposed to be vibing. You're supposed to like everything yes. should be in harmony, and if it's not. Um, I get why like, like I'm sitting my wife down uh, and I'm like oh play play yeah. this and she's like what is this I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like why is it not working why is it not working I'm like it's, it's, it's what I'm writing a book about it's fine <laughs> <laughs> And she's like oh no should I get a <laughs> <laughs> when's that book coming out again um, and it, I think that's another frustrating thing it's like I'm kind of writing about like there, there's a certain element of like if you weren't there it's extremely hard to play the best version of this now who is sure. going to pick up um maybe like the PS1 re-release thing that they did and then right, get right. us tube tv like it, it is a I big remember. ask to try to get it someone is. who wanted to jump into this the the PS4 uh remaster they dropped it in 2017 it's fine it gives you a really good look at it okay. i'd say only one level is truly like Impossible. completely fucked okay. um um that it is like actually difficult for you to even to finish it like i think wow. if you can if you can play it do it um just to get up the vibes but i also feel like we're in a time where people just watch let's plays of it and that's oh that's kind of valid too because it is just a 45 minute anime really right and i love it
0: well and that's okay and speaking of anime yeah. uh, you bring up also mascots throughout the book too yes now what if playstation chose parappa instead of crash oh we're we're going full alternate universe okay. what do you do you think
2: the uh. playstation would be as successful as today i mean they would own Parappa. <laughs> like the whole thing well, was, well, yeah. they lost Crash, right? Um, Micro- oh, yeah, we are, I, I think we're in a situation where Microsoft is going to own Crash Bandicoot. Say. That's so crazy. Yeah, isn't that wild? Well, it's almost the same, even though they don't, but
0: now you see Sonic on a Nintendo system. Oh, would man. you have thought that would happen? No, no, cat? no. I thought I thought,
2: okay. I, I, thought so, I was seeing the <laughs> end of civilization. I'm telling you. So, I'm, I'm in high school. I see I see the said It was probably one of those Olympic games, right? Or no. They, they oh, put Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube. Oh, okay. And I remember just seeing Nintendo GameCube, Sonic Adventure 2. And I'm like, this is it. I I I am, <laughs> I am sixteen years old and society peaked. peaked. Um, <laughs> right. And yeah, like I, I I think it's hard to say because I think on a base level, Crash really matched what they were trying to do marketing wise. I think yes. Parappa. I think Parappa isn't corny today, and I think still has uh, love from fans because it wasn't really trying to be what you would expect rapping to be in 1997 and i think if he That's becomes true. their mascot i think some really corny shit happens very fast you know i think sony starts to do rapping oh, ads i think I parappa it. can't exist in this really dope like alternate 80s daisy age vibe where that is so wholesome it is so catchy and it it's doesn't true, need to crash was like out there yeah like you know what i mean the megaphone body would swear, yeah. he would have swore, oh right? yeah absolutely if, so. ca- if crash bandicoot could have shown his dick he was <laughs> One hundred
0: percent. So it's true. But you also bring up like other mascots, like of the likes of like Cool Spot, yeah. Bubsy, like you know what I mean. All these things that I totally forgot yeah. from this lost generation. Of yeah. can you imagine if any one of these ended up being the mascot for yeah. the system? Like right? Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it, it's both so fun and so cynical that it, because it was just. We've seen so many errors, and this happens in everything, right? Like one thing comes becomes hot, and everyone's like, "Oh, Deep I up. can do that, and I will make exactly as much money." <laughs> Call, Call of Duty is big. I guess we're doing okay. military shooters for ten years, yeah, and I, I mean, as someone, I think creative people can look at that and says like, oh. "If you do the same thing they are doing, but worse and later, how? Wh- why? Why would someone want that? They have the right. first thing, but." Uh, mascot Mario and Sonic ruled the day. So we have hundreds of other mascot platformers, and that was pretty much the nineties.
0: I know, and yeah. that was the template, right? Yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean. Like you had to have your sort of, yeah. of, of mascot. So what was your favorite thing growing up out of all of those out there? Oh, I was a Nintendo kid. It's not nice. so you like the whole Nintendo library. Yeah, Zelda, yeah. everything. Like. Yeah,
2: it, um, like the the Genesis versus uh, Super NES wars. Like you know, like on site with Sega kids. Like okay. go home. Here's my here's my argument What's up? to that
0: because I was. Okay, so I grew up on NES. Yeah. And then when it was 16-bit, I chose to go to Genesis route because they got me. Genesis was cool. So 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 you're a traitor. (laughs) But then I realized very quickly that the only thing I benefited off the Genesis was the sports games. Yes. Madden was better. NHL was better. That's true. Like all the NBA live at the time. Fighting games Fighting games were better, right? Mortal Kombat was better. Yeah, I actually had blood. But I missed my platformers and I didn't realize how much I adored. Yeah all the characters from the Nintendo universe yeah. Yeah. so then I ended up trading in my Genesis for my SNES
2: after and that that's 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 a true story that, right. that that's that's the, that's an arc that is an emotional arc. for me it was a lot more simple uh, me and my brother got a Super Nintendo for Christmas when I was like six-ish I think this is in the book and we stuck with it you know sure. um, we rented games we got one game a year uh, yeah love I mean I have a Zelda tattoo oh um, I I, I was awesome. there. And I feel like the thing I didn't realize when I was a kid is like when you when you're an adult and you have enough expendable income, you can just buy all the systems, you know. I'm like, I guess I'll never own a Sega. (laughs) I have all the mini systems under there right now, as as we speak. Yeah, you know, uh, it works out that way sometimes. But that's another reason why I came to Parappa later because I didn't have a PlayStation. Oh, okay, gotcha. I I, I was at my friend's house. I saw it on the demo disc. I I don't play Parappa at launch. I play it three, four years later, and it still hits. That's also I think why. I wanted to tell the story and why I wanted to get into it. Like, this isn't nostalgia from day one. This is years later. I still found something here. My goodness. Okay. okay, so. Yeah. Your favorite mascot from Nintendo then? Oh, I mean.
0: Mine would have to be Donkey Kong. I just. I mean, I, I, love I do love Donkey Kong. Maybe Cranky Kong. I do I love Donkey Kong. I Cranky like the original. Yeah, this yeah. the original Donkey Kong, right?
2: I am. Okay, I like, pre, before they started, get, before he started saying his name all the time, like a okay. Pokemon, I like Yoshi. I like when he had oh. the voice that sounded like a turntable scratch. Um, there you go. I love Yoshi's Island. It just felt very calming and very, uh, I liked it. I like the vibe. Um, I don't think I hate anything from Nintendo, so it's all comforting. But... Really? Oh, no, wait, wait, no, I'm completely oh. lying. Kirby. Fuck everyone else Kirby. Even
0: the new one? Yeah. I played the demos, and they're not too bad, those games. I, I hated all the original Kirbys, though. Day, I, I, I I'm day understand. one for Kirby.
2: I'm day one for Kirby. Oh. I, tr- I truly believe that uh, Kirby, the Kirby franchise is where Nintendo experiments with new ideas and new genres. Like, oh. Kirby has done it all. It's um true. And I think there's just... It's just one of those perfect designs. It is a smiling pink orb, but it can be anything and do anything to anyone. And, uh, yeah, If you think about it, it's... He's technically Superman. No, no, no. Kirby is right? God. Like, in the lore of the right? Kirby games, Kirby is like an elder God. He is one... It's like a, it's like a son Goku situation. Like, he's kind of the most powerful being in existence. But right. But he's, he's uh, simple and likes food. Uh, okay, how about old school that haven't been around for a while? Like, someone like Kid Icarus? I mean, I... Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why haven't you brought back all these fucking amazing yeah. characters? I mean, I think that's what was so cool about Smash Brothers. I think... It Definitely gave fun. that. and I, I don't like the concept of Smash Brothers. Oh, I'm so. bad at it. My brother's really good, so I hate it. Like, it's, I'm, I I can't fuck with fighting games because I'm bad at them. So I'm not oh. having fun. I'm just, uh, I'm like Tekken really cool music. Easily. I get and so gra- bored Yeah, and fighting then I games. lose. If I was good, I'd probably have fun, but I'm not.
0: There's no end game for me. Like, yeah. if I'm playing, like you said, either I'm winning too much or I'm losing too much. Yep. Whatever the situation is. Yeah. And when, like, because I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Like, that's the one that's I always it. go back to. Like, Mortal Kombat 2 is my, my jam. That's the shit. Yeah. So when a new one comes out, I like to play the story mode, right? Yeah. But then, yeah. then once I'm done, I don't see myself going back as I did with the original one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm so done with fighting games because yeah. there's nothing else. Like, they've never really evolved, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if Mortal Kombat now comes out with a side-scrolling, like the Shaolin monks back in the day, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker, I'm playing that yeah. all fucking day long.
2: Yeah. I mean, the I, I, I completely, I'm there with you, but I also think I understand, I know why I am not seeing it the way fighting game fans are. It is it is a skill set, you know, it is like that playing too. a sport. Like yeah, you, you have right. to get good enough for to just right. the act of doing it is a little challenge against yourself. Mm. And I suck. So I've never been there. I would love to get good enough. But I'm not there yet. And oh my God, like now thinking
0: back, because I, I don't know if you, if you've watched it yet, but the new Mario movie that just dropped. I'm. Uh, I,
2: I have to see that with my okay. brother. We're probably going to see it next Friday.
0: Okay, so I don't want to ruin too much. I'm just getting but... like,
2: spoilers for <laughs> the <with> Mario
0: movie. <laughs> no, but there's like you yeah. can see what they're going to lead up to. Oh, there's going to be a universe. You know oh, what I mean? Oh my god! And I mean, I even can't from wait... the Voice cast, you can right. tell. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, the possibilities of this are fucking endless yeah. now. And to see this on the big screen, because. There, and I'm sure you've seen it. There's mixed reviews. It's either people really like it or really hate it, which makes sense. But the one tangible thing that I see with the people that who, who hate it is, I expected more. It's like, yeah. then you should have made a fucking Mario movie. <laughs> like I hate people who say I wanted more, and yeah. I'm like, so you really have nothing to bitch about mm-hmm. except that you wanted more. Isn't mm-hmm. that what sequels are for? Yeah. But if they crammed everything in, you'd be like, oh, that's just too much for me. I don't know. Yeah. To me, it's a perfect thing. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. Beautiful. I yeah. fucking loved
2: it. You're in and out, and you and you you get all the references. You know, Mario shit happens. I get it. Thank you. I think, like, what's so uh, powerful about things like Mario that have stuck with people for their mm. whole lives is, like, you're almost bringing those expectations in. So, I, I can understand if someone's like, I expected more because, like, what history of Mario are they expecting? What mini-movie did they have like in that, their head? Plus, or, there's
0: so many yeah. renditions. Like, yeah.
2: Are they good? And I don't want to ruin it. I'm, I'm saying
0: it as if I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. Are they going to reference his originality in Donkey Kong? Yeah. Like, how are they going to fit that in? Like yeah.
2: Well, what? Are Super Mario 2 going to be part of this? Yeah. Universe?
0: Like, there's so many yeah. tangibles, right? Yeah.
2: But even like. Is against... Mario
0: another one? Oh, oh, God, yeah.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, I'm so in with all the Mario RPGs. But I think even like in the state of like where modern animation is, like, Spider Verse changed the game. Um, oh. So I can understand yeah. if someone's like, is this going to make me cry like Toy Story 3? Is it going to make <laughs> me feel things like Spider Verse did? Is it going to uh, blow my shit away visually? I just saw the Puss in Boots one. That will. Uh, oh, my God. It's him. killing. It. So I I. It's always tricky to uh, play against just general expectations, but this movie's making a billion dollars no matter what, so they'll be okay.
0: Yeah, I think so, and I can't
2: wait for more. Yeah, uh, no, most definitely. But and the other thing about
0: again going back to nostalgia and old school yeah. stuff, playing replaying games. Yes, you find new shit. Yeah, ever, like you brought it up, the cool mode. Yeah, like you had no idea. I had thing no fucking idea existed, and how much replayability it yeah. adds to this game. Now you know why it's yeah. a full price game, and it's not just yeah. a forty-five minute playthrough, right?
2: Yeah. Um. I, and I what I liked. When I learned about cool mode, which uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically like when you're playing Parappa, you want to uh, hit your targets enough to stay at good mode. If you miss some, you go down to bad. If you miss them, you go down to awful. If you go but down below awful, they just kick you out of the level. Cool mode is like it's like it was spoken of in myth. Like (laughs) you don't get cool mode just by hitting the targets. You just stay at good. You have to do some extra shit to get to cool mode. Sometimes you would get a little blinker saying you're almost cool. It was almost by accident, and it was through researching this book, talking to uh, Masaya Matsura, uh, the creator, who was who was so generous with his time um, right. to to give me uh, answers to my, my my very very silly questions. <laughs> um, I understood like what he was going for there, and I legitimately mm. believe most people didn't know what Cool Mode was or what he wanted to do, and yeah. I find that interesting because essentially Cool Mode's a drum machine. I think he saw a future where people were treating Parappa like a drum kit, uh, saving their own remixes of each level to their memory cards and, like, sharing them. Oh. Because he, uh, as many things, he is also a very accomplished musician. So I think there's a musician brain thing going on there. And it's always interesting when, like, the creator of something has such a different idea of how people respond to it than they do. A lot of great
0: stuff spawned yeah. from that, right? And yeah. You right? always hear the owner be like, I, I did not mean that to be like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And I think this was almost the opposite. He was like, Oh, I just, I thought you would all be playing with this for years as a drum machine. And yeah. Everyone's like, No, I beat it in 45 minutes and never picked it up again, but I really liked it. And I don't, I, I kind of feel like there was almost like, Did he expect too much from us? Was it not communicated? Was it just 1997? Like, it yeah, started. some yeah. people are just too ahead of their time. God, it's both. It, and I mean, it was. It was both. Of the time and ahead of it. And uh, once again, I thought I could get a book out of it.
0: No, and now I was thinking back because I went on deep dives of like yeah. old school stuff like what people don't really know about old games. Yeah. And speaking of Mario, okay. So did you know in Super Mario World you could actually kill the running saws? Did the, you know this? Wait, tell me more. Like, you know the saws that go on the, in the castles that spin around and there are yeah. the the like, thing?
2: There's a way. Wait, is it outside of using a star? Yeah. What, what, what?
0: You slide down facing with your ass backwards, and you slide down and you hit it right at the edge because there's a,
2: a little. Is it part. the circular saws or the up and down? No, the
0: circulars that come across like horizontally, not I'm, vertically.
2: I'm actually angry. I didn't know this. This right. is this is my first video game. So if place. you
0: slide down
2: backwards, so huh. sliding kills everything. Because if you think about it, there's it, very few. There's not that many. There's like, nothing. Think inc- about. There's that. not that many. Except- inclines in the game to begin with. I mean, there are, but you wouldn't run into them enough to be able to test them. And. Flowers don't count. Like the spitting flowers
0: yeah. don't count because they're in their own holes. so okay. that doesn't count. But think about it: the yeah. red shell guys with the spikes. Yeah. you
2: slide down, you kill them. Yeah, damn, that's right. I mean, I mean, like this is like a. I mean, I love reading articles like this. Like you know, so and so just found like a, a Mario Kart sixty four shortcut that people hadn't known for twenty five years.
0: Or glitches, yeah. and stuff.
2: Um, I love when even either the developers are like, "I didn't know you could do this," or. I've been waiting for people to figure this out for decades. Um, and that's just the mechanical level. And then there's, of course, the emotional slash, like, you know, picking things up because you're you, you're older, you have more life experiences, going back to the art, just reading different things from the same right. text. Um, different perspectives. Yeah, a lot of that in uh, Parappa as well. And do
0: you have anything that you discovered afterwards going back to a game other than Parappa that oh. you're like, holy
2: shit, if I only knew this? Um. I'd have to. Okay, yeah. Um one one of my favorites was Star Fox 64. Okay. Um I didn't know all the expert mode stuff. I didn't know oh. y- if you beat it a very specific way, okay. you get sunglasses. Oh. It was pretty cool. Um See, those are the original Easter egg shit. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um and you just had to be really really good at the game. Um yeah. on, on an arcade uh Twitch Reflexes level. And I, I I loved that game. I was obsessed with it. I if I could want, if I could somehow be involved with a proper Star Fox reboot, I would drop. I would <laughs> give, give it all up. I would give it all up to be part of, of a new Star Fox game. And uh, yeah, I, I think I don't replay games that much because why? Yeah, because there's so many now. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's I'm in it for the story. I, I'm very much like I I, I love RPGs. Um, I I, I I'm like I can remember a uh, small plot detail from a game from 20 years ago. I don't know how to do math. So the brain balances itself <laughs> sure. out in, in fun ways. But um so for me, games are often like the narrative of my first run through it. I am not a big uh, completionist. I'm not a big replayer, okay. um, which is also something that made just researching for Parappa. Like I, had to, I, I just do it justice. I replayed it dozens of times. Right. And uh, it kind of forces you to look for new things. Just well, of course, because you're yeah. bored, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're just like, well, what's over here? What's going yeah. on when, well, when this happens? What
0: if I try this? What if yeah. I try Because it? It, it is yeah. true. Like, I play like like you, I don't go back and play games again. Yeah. So I try and do everything that I can the first run through. Yeah. If it's a game where it's like, oh, you got to do this in the next level in medium, because I play everything on easy too, because I want to get through a game fast. Yeah. Not because I suck. Well, maybe now I do suck because I'm older. But my reaction height,
2: times are going down. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Fine. But
0: the easier, I don't have to play a level 15 times over because yeah. I know I'll eventually master it. Yeah. But I don't have the time, right? So yeah. I like to fly through games. But if it's like to get a trophy, I hate the trophies or the achievements where. Yeah. Defeat this game in every setting. It's like yeah. seriously, yeah. that's not replay value to me. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like to me, it should be like easier hard and give me something very good at the end of hard, which yeah. makes me want to play it. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I don't go and like. T- I love open world games, and yeah. I know I shouldn't because they're so time consuming. <laughs> but the way I even play open world games, yeah. if it's not like if it's not an icon on the map. I'm not going to go out and looking for yeah. it because I just don't have the time yeah. to go in someone's house into the basement to find a fucking flower yeah. with someone's face because he's the writer of the, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's and then, how I play, yeah. consume my video games. And out. then there's other people who are like, I loved this. I I, I I paid $40 on a Steam sale and I played it for 400 hours right. and I, I God just- God bless those people. Yeah. I, I think the really, really cool thing about games as an interactive medium is uh, you can find your own value. And, uh, exactly. You Thank find, you. Yeah. There's so many like
0: talk about build your own story. Like yeah. that's what video games is, right? Yeah. So or choose your own path, however you want to label it. Yeah. But, oh my god, another big thing. Yeah. Brought it up in passing, hip hop, obviously. Yes. Obviously, this is the core of the game. Yeah. We briefly touched it, but this yeah. is literally the whole fucking game. It's yeah. hip-hop. The guy's a rapper. Yes. Like, he battles. Yes. He battle rap. You yeah. bring up old-school battle rapping, too, because yeah. that was, again, being listening to gangster rap back in the day, that yeah. was the thing. East Coast, West Coast, right? Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Nas, yeah. fucking yeah. Jay-Z, right? Yeah, no, Ether, all that shit, yeah. You bring this all up in the book. Now, yeah. the other thing. Yes. You know, time has passed. What oh. is it? We, we're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. You bring up <laughs> the likes of Napster. LimeWire
2: Morpheus Kazak Oh I stole everything I I will say it on I Put it in the recording I remember I forgot
0: about these things (laughs) Because now we're so spoiled We get everything So you don't need to Illegally download nothing Yeah Like you know what I mean I mean
2: you get everything That is on the platform But you never own it And there are things And I find it's not as expensive
0: Like now for me To watch five movies I could pay one streaming service Instead of buying Or renting each movie Yeah For fucking five or nine bucks Or whatever it is Yeah You know what I mean So Yeah But I forgot about all this And then waiting for Like People don't realize the struggle. (laughs) Half an hour to an hour sometimes to download one
2: three-minute track. Yep. And uh, (laughs) then it was on your iPod, and it never left. Um, And it it was, this is the way, you know? And, I mean, Uh, I I think speaking of that, of both, like, just how music has changed and hip-hop, like yeah we have everything, but what about artists that aren't on haven't signed up for streaming Tribe called Quest was a really good example right they they're, you know. they're off they're off for years their their whole catalog was not available for a variety of reasons and I just think there's something to uh just having something um you know that isn't uh can't be taken away, and that's why physical copies and stealing are good
0: and I don't think we would be where we are today if it wasn't for like people always put down apps or I understand on the artist' side of view. But, okay, you lost money there, but I don't think the popularity or the amount of platforms now available to be an artist. Yeah. Because back then, it's either you make it or you don't. Yeah. Now, you don't have to be rich or popular, but you can still make a living off being an artist. Yeah. Whereas back then, you could not. You needed a label. You needed a deal. Mm -hmm. You needed to sell a certain amount of product. That's it. Yeah. So, I think it benefits everyone. Like... To me, the people say it sucks. Are the greedy people just want to be billionaires?
2: Yeah, no, they they right. want to they want to own every single part of the pipeline. And I mean, I can't speak for every artist, but um, well, of course, um, I I have had I several have told me um, even during uh, my research for this book that like Napster having your shit stolen was in a lot of ways better than ha- getting a fraction of a percent per listen uh, percent of a cent per listen on Spotify or whatever right. because you know. People, people would steal your shit, and then they'd either want to cop the physical version or they would get merch. They they go, go on tour, but it it is like I, I have I've heard stories, I've read stories about just every artist has to be their own everything now. They have to make their own merch, they have to set up their own tours, I and know. they have to make sure that they are basically battling the algorithm on every single streaming just platform. Stream. And it's everything has gotten a bit the the value and uh, need for art has not lessened, but it seems like. The control and benefit uh, of the actual people doing it has absolutely been shifted towards, you know, uh, anonymous platform holders and, you know, the suits. Um, So, yeah, steal shit. (laughs) (laughs) Steal
0: shit, steal shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then, lastly, too, again, it's a big component of the book. Yeah. Again, in passing, the representation, my friend. Oh, God. Yeah, let's talk. Like, you brought this up. Okay. Being a young child, it never ran through my mind because I. I'm not racist, obviously, but I never thought of the yeah. word racist. I never yeah. looked at someone, oh, I don't like you because of color. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm European. I don't know if it's because I grew up in a multicultural town. Like yeah. It just never crossed my mind, really. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But there's some people out there, and now growing up, obviously, yeah. I see it. Like, yeah. And you bring it up, and I do not even think about this. Like Just regular characters in TV shows, yeah. in video games, yeah. like... I, when you brought up like character, I can't remember which character specifically you bring. You brought up. I think it was uh, from Goof Troop.
2: Yes, you're like he's black, and Max, I'm like Max Goofy is black.
0: I never black. fucking thought of that. Yep. Uh, but I, again, yeah, maybe it's my ignorance. I never thought as a cartoon as a race, a color. I just thought a cartoon is a cartoon, and that's that. Yeah. So, you, like, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, and, and I think um, the this was the final piece of why I wanted to write this book, honestly, because like. Parappa was special to me because it felt like me, not in any obvious way. I think when some people are like, oh yeah, this, this, this speaks to me. It is sometimes it's obvious. Like, you know, I like hockey and this character is a hockey player or whatever. Like, but this was more like, at its core, I see Parappa as, um, a, if you're an animal, you can kind of be imprinted on by the viewer. So, I saw Parappa, I saw him with a single parent, I saw him struggling, I saw him liking mm. hip-hop, I saw him wear, dressing a certain way, I saw him being True. kind, and uh, his, his struggle in the game is just to believe in himself. I yeah. mean, it's the is I gotta believe. <laughs> and I felt versions of that, especially, I found it in, in middle school, so God, like, you know, I was just weird feelings and insecurities. So, sure. Parappa is a black character to me who was allowed to not dip into any negative stereotypes to even transcend all of that and be positive and aspirational and just cool. And it is so much harder even now, but especially then to find um, any character that is straight up written and presented as black. That is, doesn't come with the baggage of the almost certainly non black creators that are doing it. And if there are black creators involved, there's always going to be something down the line. Sure. And I've, I think we've both seen the conversation around like representation really um, evolve, but also get kicked back, which just boggles my mind. Because when you said like you know when you when you see it when you see a cartoon animal you know you didn't see a race, but you probably just saw yourself, just like you know other people do as well. You know you're like I like Max Goofy, cool. um, sure. he's cool. he's probably he's like me, he's a dog. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. um <laughs> And I think that's like I I, I talked to to some. Everyone was smarter than me. Everyone I talked to this book is smarter, uh, to about this. uh, Everyone I interviewed for this book is smarter than me. And I felt so honored to be able to talk to multiple people about this. Everyone came at it from a different angle, but it was all like, I was looking for representation. I found it in this, I found it in anime, I found it in this game. And it is so damn important um, for everyone to feel represented. On a base level, because if you don't see i I'll, I'll, I'll use and i even uh hypothetically when i didn't see version anyone who looked like me acted like me, even felt or had the interior life like me in movies and shows, or when I did, they were like you know um they were either in one of the you know black struggle movies or Barrett from FF7, who talked like Mr. T and had a gun for a hand. It's like... Got you. They were painted in a a box. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if we use fiction to imagine what both we as individuals and we as a society could do, what can we imagine if we can't see ourselves, you know? Like, I have a good imagination, but it's not so good to invent scenarios that I'm never being presented. So, Parappa is just... It's just like a it's a story about a nice kid having a time and it's shocking how I didn't have that as a black kid. There was no like hey, this is just a this is a normal story about a black kid. You know, like there, there was no like Zach Morris but black. I know people will bring up like you know Will Smith or or one of the three other like black sitcoms, but it's I know three compared exactly, to exactly uh, like hundreds. Yeah, like if you're if you're if anyone is is ever idea. rushing to say like oh, but what about this? Like is can, can representation can representation but you're in color five hundred? Yeah, know. exactly right. <laughs> Yet are Bill Um, can can your representation be that good if you can name? all All of the all of the examples that is yeah like like and and that's 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 that's, that's, I see it when people talk about you know women in different media um, any race in different like what about one two or three I'm like cool so over all of the history of this medium you can name them on one hand and you're saying that's enough like you're saying I I you're right I should shut the fuck up so on a very base level um I really wanted to make a thorough but fun but real breakdown of just not Parappa but how. All kind of any character that wasn't explicitly another race and that vibed with me was up for grabs mm-hmm. um i have a literal list in the book of characters that are black knuckles piccolo from dragon ball uh we we can go I on thought of these things yep. man you blew my mind and and there is um another amazing author who uh dropped his book last year it's called piccolo is black mm-hmm. and it, it's a memoir um okay. jordan Calhoun. jordan calhoun and um it felt really uh Gratifying, I had like literally piccolo is black as a line in my book. And then I see someone else come out with a book called that as well. So Crazy. I'm like, Oh cool. Yeah. I'm not alone. And that was a big thing. Representation for me means just validation that you were not alone that, you know, is, there can always be this like, am I losing my mind? Am I making this up? Um, does no one else see this? Does no one else feel this way? It's true. And again, not to make this a whole race thing, but, but I think the
0: problem with white people is that I agree. <laughs> <laughs> this is podcast <laughs> over Thanks for coming out We're done Mic drop But no <laughs> Problem with white people is They li- they have a white bubble Yes Like you know So they don't see What's outside the bubble Yes Now What made me sort of I guess woke Or whatever they want to call it nowadays Yeah Because I saw it at a younger age like, Yeah I saw that di- because I was a different child Yeah Like I like sports Yeah But I also liked Like the artsy stuff Yeah Like music Like yeah. I mean like playing music yeah. Like classical music And I also like nerdy stuff. Yeah. But then when hip hop came out, I like gangster rap. So it's like, where the fuck do I fit? Because I'm a nerd, but I'm also a thug, but I can't be those together. Yeah. So that representation alone fucked me up for so long. Yeah. Like even to the point where like when Eminem started popping up, it's like, oh shit. (laughs) What the fuck is this? (laughs) No, it was twofold. It was like, fuck, no, white people can't rap. No, no, no. But then he was good. And it's like. Oh, shit. Yeah. So now I could be proud about yeah. listening to hip-hop and not yeah. feel ashamed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like representation is not only about skin. It's about what you... Lo- even though majority is, yeah. I admit. Yeah. 80%. But for people to start relating and understanding, maybe look at some of your interests that you were shamed for. Yeah. And look at it that way. And now think of it as a broader scope in terms of your whole life being like that. I agree. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. to me, if you don't think there's a problem, then look in America's because you're the fucking problem.
2: I agree. Um, I think there's so much... Once again, just, just my take, but I'm probably right. Um, so much joy and freedom comes when you're just like, what boxes have I been put into and how do I, maybe that doesn't fit me. And I feel like so much of a person's personal and I think societal growth comes from just like, yeah, why, why can't you just do your thing? And I feel like sometimes that is just the pushback. It is just people not agreeing with the box they were put in. Um, or asking for a better box and people are like no th- those boxes are fine we like how we have qualified you and it's I, I sometimes put it as like star trek um they will go they will encounter new alien races and they mm-hmm. will all kind of be like you know klingons all act this way cardassians all act this way yeah right and it, it it is just and like you know and like star wars to a degree as well like you know this is the desert planet like this monocultural view of the other is very useful for a storytelling device, and I love this shit out of Star Trek, but you can so easily see how... That's the white bubble to me. It is like... Thank you. I understand that I'm white, so all of my idiosyncrasies, that's just being white. You know, I'm allowed to, you know, I'm allowed to, like, metal and hip-hop, but, like, black people, uh, you know, you're Klingons. You do three things, and um, it is fucking wild to... Oh, man. Bump up against they like well, I'm sorry, sir. You're not following the Klingon code, or um, me saying like I, I don't really feel with this. And like, no, I, I'm sorry. My understanding is that you need to do this, and that's like that's it in its essence. It is no one is just their box. Um, and no, no one enjoys. Who would enjoy just being told like uh, we took a look at you and we've decided you're into this, this, this. You act this way. You dress this way. You you have these interests. You're done. That's not being alive it's like food right you don't
0: only eat again
2: no pun intended plain white rice every
0: fucking day yeah like you know what i mean you have a variety yeah like the whole box thing is honestly conspiracy aside a governmental thing a thing same thing with borders yep so we could combat each other and not really see what the big
2: problem yeah no it it is a societal invention in so many ways you know what
0: i mean because it's like we're allowed to do whatever... They always tell us, you're allowed to do this, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. But as soon as you go outside the scope of it, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, you're taught in school, if you if you think differently, don't worry about it. Whatever, there's someone else. But then, when it's the real world, it's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Fall in line. Yeah. You're just a fucking number. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I think it's just a way to control all of us, honestly. Yeah. And, but, again, it's still not an excuse to fall in that line. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no fucking sense how you could think that you want to watch a TV show with just all white characters. Yeah. Like, even when I used to play, yeah. like, with my action figures as yeah. a kid, I wanted, like, different races, different colors, different sizes, different shapes. Yeah. Because why would I want all, like, stick figures to yeah. play? Like, it makes yeah. no sense to me.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I fully agree. Um, I, I think this is where us coming from this hood kind of plays into I think so. Into Multiculturalism, because, right? Yeah. I, I did not realize. Uh, like, my wife is American. I've traveled a lot. And I just didn't... I did take it for granted that everyone is in the gta everyone is there I know. um and then i that's it, our it, bubble i guess yeah no the my my the the, the anti-white bubble like i don't <laughs> like, like um i i did not know i mean i learned very quickly just how uh not like this everywhere many 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 places on earth are it's true. and um even
0: across canada yeah yeah no uh,
2: it, you go two hours north you know like uh it, it, oh it, man yep it it <laughs> It gets homogenous quickly, yeah. and um, these pockets are rare, and, it, like, I understand why, if you are white, and everyone around you is white, and all of your friends and family are white, and, uh, like, why, you're not looking for diversity, because you don't see yourself there, and I think it's... Right, and maybe you're scared, I think. A lot of it, it comes from being scared because of yeah. the unknown. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know what they're about, fuck them. Or, or, you've heard, like, oh, I've heard Klingons are pretty violent, like, if yeah, all you no have, no. all you have is yeah, all you have is, and it's always unflattering. There's never, you know, like what? Well, unless you're black, causes. you have one yeah. thing going for you. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> racism. <laughs> well, a lot of people said,
0: "Don't trade yeah. that for a
2: big, you know what? Any day." Um, a big uh, starting position on the basketball <laughs> team. I can only assume, and I'm no good at basketball. Um, and so it's just so um, many. It's so many things like that, up. you know.
0: Yeah.
2: Which is, I felt really, really. Uh, I felt really. Lucky to have the conversations I did. Um, I talked to some truly smart people. None of their stories about looking for representation were the same as mine. And that's the fucking point. Mm -hmm. Um I think my favorite interview that I landed for this book was um I don't know. I mean, I know you're not a big proper fan, but the second level is I'd say maybe the most famous one. Okay. Um the first one is the onion. Everyone knows Chop Chop Master Onion. Second level. Parappa is taking his car test Mm. and he is um, in with his driving instructor, a moose named instructor Mussolini. Um, I've seen this shit on TikTok; Like it is, it is come back around to be, to be meme fodder. It is so goddamn catchy. Um, I still think about it when I, when I'm in a car, you know, (laughs) all right, we're here just sitting in the car. And I found um, Sandra Williams, the professional still touring uh, singer who was the voice of Mussolini and mm-hmm. I think to the best of my knowledge no one had ever fucking reached out to her to just talk That's such about such a it. sad story man um I mean I, I I loved what what I got from her was just joy she she in 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 the book and she she told me mo- many times she doesn't want her story to come off as like yeah she doesn't come off bitter I no don't. no, and no. She, did, she didn't want that she was More like or like climbing a river yeah no yeah yeah her story um, has it has an element of, you know, usual music industry bullshit where money didn't go where it needed to. But I took it so much more as, like, she was brought in, did this gig in an afternoon, and then went about continuing to live her life. She is still touring. She's touring right now. Awesome. And then it's, like, years later you find out that everybody knows your name or, like, now she's, like, Yeah, like, you know, my son's saying that his friends are saying him TikToks with like a cut up of my of my song of this thing that she just did in an afternoon uh, 26 years ago. Mm. And it was so great to talk to her. It was so, so much of gaming history is, you know, we already have kind of our Mount Rushmore, you know, and, you know, it's usually like Japanese men and white men. So to just another thing I learned about Prap is that I'm fairly sure the entire uh, voice cast was all non-white people, which might've been a first for a video game. And it's just like these things where like all the people, many of them um, racialized people were just there, you know, they were there. um, uh, They were, especially, you know, I said, obviously, you know, um, the Japanese industry was entirely non-white, but they were there, you know, they were there uh, making songs for Sega. They were there developers, they were there marketing. And it was just cool to be able to talk to someone and, uh, get her story and tell her that I've been a fan of yours since I was a kid. And thank you. And, right. uh, I, awesome. I, I was, I felt like the book wouldn't have been finished until I got that type of human story. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so fortunate for everyone who talked to me and yeah, I, I think I, it ends up being, there's a lot of me in there. I do justice to all of the stories that I cover. Um, there's been a bit of history lesson. There's been a bit of millennial rambling. There's a lot of millennial rambling. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like it's, it's just... I wanted to do right by the game and the story and its legacy. And um, I really feel like I did.
0: No, and you did. And hats off to you, my friend. Thanks. And one last thing before we wrap this up. Yeah, too. Man. Okay. <laughs> like I said, you ran down pretty much every level. Yeah. Like I, I loved how, for someone like me, who didn't get to complete the whole game, every level you pretty much broke it down, what yeah. it was about, like the theme and everything. I have to touch on this level, though. All right. Stage five. Yeah. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about it. Where he has... To take a shit Yes Seriously Oh no And then you bring in Your oh, own no. personal Oh for oh, fact's sake Hey this is your own fault You should have put it in the book <laughs> Yeah you're, you're right You're right That you uh, shit yourself Three different times My friend? No <laughs> No why would you put this In the no, book no,
2: no 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 You're you're getting it wrong Okay please, I shit please, myself I In three words. different continents That What you said precludes That I've done it more Oh god three This is times. This is This is promotional work For my book <laughs> <laughs> so you're going be called to those continents That you've shat in I mean I mean there's this Okay so North America South America <laughs> Right Europe Okay South yeah. America I could see Yeah
0: Europe I could even see too I up mean Up here it's just because you live here So the odds of it happening
2: No I mean absolutely And like, I And I, 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 I'm, I'm going to take the cowards around So say, like yeah When I was a baby Like no I was an adult Like I was at university I hate to say this because Yeah what's up if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't believe me. Yeah.
0: I've never shot myself as an
2: adult. Oh, let's fix this today. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what are you doing? Your wife's not home yet. <laughs> it's like... So when someone was to say, was to say like,
0: oh, I've never shot my... I'd be like, you know what? I don't believe that. Just the odds alone. But... Yep. I've come very close two times where I've had to go in bushes. Yes. Where I've had to literally jump out of a car, leave the car door open. Yeah.
2: Just so I could get to a bush. Yeah. Like, so I understand the struggle. And, so, and what happened was I was in too urban of an environment for a bush. Like, uh, if there was a bush, I would have done it. It's just, I, it's, it's a photo finish and uh, it was on the wrong side of the finish line. And... I think I choose to see that as a very humanizing moment of humility. I There are okay. often times... Where so I'm I was going to ask, because
0: yeah. this is the struggle I... Because I want to eventually put pen to paper and put something of my own thoughts and yeah. my experiences as a child. Because now that I... See, again, speaking of bubble, I thought my childhood was normal. Now talking to people... Everyone's like, holy fuck, how are you still alive? Did like, you love
2: that moment where you're like, a funny story, and then people are looking at you like they're about like, to cry? You're a you're like, fucking psychopath. Like, like how did you go okay? through that? Are you okay? Right?
0: But I'm scared to yep. tell those stories. Yeah. Not the fact that I yeah. feel invulnerable, but the fact that it's just too out there. Yeah. Now, pulling back, do you regret putting
2: anything, or did you want to even add more? Um, This is a very good question. Thank you for asking it. Um, I think, I mean, and this honestly might not be the best habit of my own, <laughs> I'm always open to make myself okay. the target i will uh i will roast myself i do it many times throughout this book sure um
0: to a certain extent though yeah you like but on?
2: like i they're the same way yeah me talking about pooping my pants is a victimless crime no one else's business mm. is brought into that i see what you're saying i but there is a lot of my family in this book um, there's a lot of my childhood, That's true. like you, I think there has been, see, a...
0: right, cause I don't want to really throw people under the bus cause it's going to seem like exactly they're horrible, but it was just the way and the situation. Like, yeah. So how, and I don't want the people involved to look at it as if, again, I'm making them as the the yeah. villain of my story.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, none of my family has read my book yet, so oh, shit. I, we'll be able to, I'll be able to see how they feel. <laughs> so like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd blow up anyone's spot though, but I, I feel like at a core level, it's about. Your life is still your own story, even if other people are involved. But it's about, like, what would the aftermath look like, you know? And how, I I don't think, if if you want to tell your story, if it's it's real to you, it is valid. I think there are ways that you can communicate it. Um, A very good friend of mine, Peter Counter, um, I just started to read an advanced copy of his second book. And he puts it in a really, really great way. At the top, he says, "Um, the events in this book are as I remember them. Oh. If you were involved and feel differently, I'm sure you do. Like basically something. Like I like that. that, and that's how I view it. I know that there are things here that my I mom like will be that. like, "That didn't happen that way." But yeah, it's, it's just in, in a certain boy, yeah. And again,
0: I was t- like, for example, I'm just pulling a story. Like something happened to me when I was ten. Yeah. That was a perspective of a 10-year-old exactly. from a 40 year old looking back at that situation. Yeah. So obviously I'm not going to know every detail. No, it's But that's what I remember. Yeah, it's it not as. a
2: documentary. It is and, and I think that the best service you can do to yourself and your readers is just contextualizing that. Like this is how I feel it. This is why I feel oh. it this way. And um I think I, I'm also just not here to air anyone else's dirty laundry. Once again, right. haha, poop my pants. But um I I'm I, I do think that there are stories in this book and elsewhere that yeah, other people are involved, and I and I want to tell it, but I'm the most comfortable keeping myself in the spotlight. Right. I am, re- but even then, I think I pull. I think I pull punches. I think there are parts of my life I don't go into too much. Sure. And I am really, I admire the writers you can. I'm like, oh shit! I I would not have. I, I would know. not have
0: been that brave. I know.
2: And uh, it, it's about. The, this book went through many drafts um my editors uh Gabe and Michael were so so generous and so thoughtful um cuz you know at a certain point you're like i'm um, i'm talking about being uh black and brown all the time and you're <laughs> like oh cool here's 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 a couple of white guys to share their thoughts and not even for a second was it like oh, this makes us uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> um it it, it it was always so supportive always so like right. building off that voice of and course. um at the end it, it just i wanted it to feel like my voice i wanted it to feel to put out the vibes I want. I want to feel warm, exciting, uh, excited. And I, if you can kind of just, if it feels like your voice, then I, I think. Know. I I just have to get that. over of the backhush. And the only solace
0: to all this is yeah. I am very younger compared to my siblings and everyone else in my family.
2: So, you know, you so they're going to die yeah, off. Yeah, wait library. it out. So, <laughs>
0: I'll just wait it out until they're all gone. And then, yeah. you know, I'll talk shit once they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also,
2: you can write the memoir now and then go over, ah, right? Like, that's I, just, a good yeah, point. Yeah. Just, just write it. Like, get it all out. And what? then if you, like, give it a read, you're like, oh, is this. This is I'm pulling a a, a Nas JC situation. <laughs> um then oh, maybe you, maybe you back you back down a few steps, but uh yeah, just be, be be true to yourself in the story that you want to tell and uh, don't deny that at least one person out there will connect with it. That's what I had to keep myself keep telling myself sure. throughout this book. And it is deeply overwhelming to already have people say like I love it. I see myself. I, I, I. No one has ever said this this way right. before. I'm terrified. I'm not doing well with this positive feedback, but I'm trying my best.
0: Hey, you know what? We all have our things, and yeah. if you weren't getting positive feedback, you'd be getting negative feedback, and you'd be oh, I'll get that, that too. Right? I'm I'm
2: waiting for that. I'm waiting. <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> not yet. Once you yeah. hit a million sales, then yeah. you'll start. No, the first one star <laughs> on Goodreads, I'll be like, finally, like they see me. I'm a fraud. We can do this. <laughs>
0: Oh, my! well, Mike, thank you thank very you so much, much for being here in person, my friend. Thank really you, appreciate it. It's been a blast. Yeah. Can't wait to have you back on a future episode. We there. have so much in common: pro wrestling, hip hop, video games. Yeah.
2: Don't worry, we have enough to fill a more episodes. Let's do an AEW episode in June. <laughs> let's, let's go see it and let's do it. Anyway. Hey, F- Forbidden Door is coming. Right, oh, yeah, The Forbidden Door is bringing me back for a second episode. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. Well, plug your shit, whatever you want to promote. Yeah. The door's all yours, my friend. Yeah. So once again, I'm Mike Scholars. You can find me at mike sholarscom Hit me up. The only social media I really use is Twitter. I know, great choice. Follow me at Sholarsenic, S H O L A R S E N I C. That's where I'm tagging my project that you've just listened to me talk about forever, "Parappa the Rapper" by published by Boss Fight Books. It is currently on sale for ebook. It was part of a successful Kickstarter. You can buy the ebook right now. The physical books will be launching very soon. They should be arriving at my house very soon. And please buy it. <laughs> um, follow me on my socials. I, I I write a bunch of things, fiction, nonfiction. Um, I, I I I'm I'm in and around different podcasts like this lovely one today. Follow me on social. Please check out the book. Let me know what you think, and I will always respond because I will just truly be grateful that anyone read my anxious millennial ramblings.
0: <laughs> and for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. Email us, your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcastdap at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors. Because it helps them out, it most definitely helps me out. Please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. And if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast and like what you've heard, then go back and listen to other Boss Fight Books authors, such as Rayon Ali, who wrote NBA Jam. Sebastian Deacon who wrote Final Fantasy VI, And Sal Payne who wrote Mega Man 3 Amongst others That's just a few of the Boss Fight Books authors But you could go back check all those out Alright my friend, one last question before I let you go Oh shit Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, if you're able to write any book oh, no. Based on any video game okay. No restraints, access to whatever the fuck you want oh, Which dude. book would you write about? Mm. Or what video game would you write about? Sorry?
2: Oh this is very difficult No it's not um, can I cheat and put like a whole franchise? Sure, yeah, I don't care. Okay. I mean, I, I I spoiled it earlier. Entire Def Jam Vendetta series. Oh. Def Jam Vendetta. And if you were able Def to talk Jam... to every single yes. character, yes, too? yes, no, because this means I get to talk to Method Man. I get to talk to Snoop Dogg. Like it's well, not it's... the MX though. You said anything is possible. <laughs> okay, yeah no, yeah, no, get, yeah, we're we're, we're get doing someone the science going or something. No, this is this, this is Mike. No way home. We are. We're getting Doctor Strange involved. I'm <laughs> going. I'm going to do the perfect profile. I, I went, all all three ga- All the three main games. All the ports. Oh, that's awesome. It was truly a time. EA Sports big that whole era. I I, I would I would I would give it all up to tell that story.
0: I would give it all up just to play it again and be in that yeah. mindset. Um, now again, looking back, we were so spoiled. We'll never get something like that ever again. No, literally, like, almost the, license every the license is alone. The license is alone. Popular hip hop artist at the time the, that was the banging.
2: Soundtrack was fucking unreal. Oh my god. And
0: right? yeah, like the, the gameplay was awesome. The story was. Yeah. Like, who didn't want to kick Snoop out of a window back then? No,
2: and I, I like that he's like I understand you want to do. This. I will play a character called Crow, and, and like, oh, what's Crow like? He's basically Snoop Dogg, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, you know what I think he pulled that out. I think he was trying to poke fun at Such Knight. Honestly. Oh <laughs> fuck, you're right. Right? Think yeah. about that. Yeah. But also, I think it's because he—he's the only character that canonically dies, and I just think he didn't. Oh. Want, I think he didn't want to play himself getting murdered. Um, it's probably just good for business. True. Um, I let's I anything for Def Jam, <laughs> like anything. Right? Yeah. So oh. that's my answer. Give me the entire Def Jam r- retrospective. Let me talk to all rappers, living or dead um and all game studios living or dead you know what i should i want to go back now
0: not to blow up a future episode but just to
2: see if i could get someone who
0: i don't give a fuck what you. even if you yeah. just did the the art for the cover i want someone involved in that project
2: to talk about what it was to work on that game i know one of the ea, EA sports big studios was out in vancouver so there might be a canadian connection because when you i know. was living out there i met someone who worked on the need for speed underground oh, okay. games i'm like so you uh Created a large part of my grade 11 year. Thank you very much. Oh, man, fantastic. On that note, he's Mike. I'm Steve.
0: This is the podcast. Peace.